Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Hello and welcome to Film Companion. You've tuned in to an exciting new interview podcast with Anupama Chopra. To catch more of what we do, visit us on www.filmcompanion.in. So when I figured out that it was being made, I kind of went after it. <laughs> I was like, I have to be a part of this film. He would just guide you through it. He won't never show you the way. He would never show you an, an act like I want it this way. He would ask you to search for, for whatever he's looking for in that scene. I think that's a beautiful process. And he doesn't say action. Ramina, I want to start with you. What is the pressure of adapting a book that's been dedicated to you? Um, well, I, I didn't see it as much as the pressure as an invitation because... Um, you know, Arvin's a good friend of mine for a long time, and um, I, when I saw that he dedicated to me, of course, I was honored, and, and it's a book I've wanted to turn into a film for over a decade, so it was just exciting to make it with these amazing actors and cool and to be here in India. So it's no added pressure that it says for Ramin Barani on the first page of that book. Casual. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Hard enough to make a movie anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is true. So, Ramin, your Films have a very gritty poetry. Um, your influences are documentaries, neuralist cinema. Um, Priyanka and Raj, you come from a cinematic tradition that is more dramatic, that's more colorful. Um, how did you find the right tonality in this collaboration? That's a question for you. Well, me. no, not really. No, I, I don't really come from uh, that dramatic. You've done enough of it. I've done, but I've done most of like Shahids and Newtons and Traps in my life. Right. Uh, so, I, and the kind, that's the kind of cinema I, I, I like doing. I like playing such a real character. And he's the only one who's been to Film Institute. I'm the only one. You're the only one. No, okay. I just yeah. feel like that's a job of an actor to be able to transcend between the characters and the genres that you're supposed to do. And I feel like we've done enough work to be able to know that, yeah. you know, um, filmmaking is a director's medium and his perspective is who we have to become. So, the it doesn't matter where you come from, it matters what you're putting in and where you're going with every new project that you bring up. You know? You're also executive producing this one. Yes, ma'am. What are the rules of engagement for that? Mukul, you're the producer, <laughs> you're the executive producer. Can, can he bring up a situation on set or on set are you only an actor? No, um, we've had conversations which go beyond um, you know, the, what I am doing as an actor, which is eventually putting my might behind something that I really believe in. And the reason that I wanted to be EP on this film was exactly that. When I read the book about 10, 11 years ago, it left like an indelible mark on my mind, you know, just like little words like, you can't escape the coop, or like, you know, when um, you, the line that we said the other day, you're always looking, trying to look for a door. What was a door? You're always trying to the look key, for it. Oh, you're always trying to look for the key, but the door is always open. Like little things like that, growing up in India, like, when you read the book, you're just like, oh my God, I never think of it from this perspective. So when I figured out that it was being made, I kind of went after it. <laughs> I was like, I have to be a part of this film because it- Really, you actively chased yeah, it? I yeah, went yeah, after yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I went after it as I wanted to be not just, I mean, Pinky Madam's part, technically, I mean, the film obviously is from Balram's perspective, which Adarsh is playing, and his relationship with Raj's character, Ashok. But 
Um, for me, it was wanting to be not just part of the film and work with Ramin, which was sort of my greed, but also to kind of put my mind behind something that I believe in and take a story which is has come from India and has come from the essence and the core of India and show it to the world that storytelling like this exists within the country, you know, and stories like this and people like this. So that was a big reason why I actively, yeah, I went after it. I was like, I have to do this. I have to be a part of it. Mukul, you've nurtured the story for seven years? Yeah, I think more than that, yes. What, why? I mean, it's like she said, when I, when I read the book, um, it just, it was just a mind-blowing you know, thing. The, it made me sad, it made me laugh. It, mm. And, and, and the, the, the most important thing was the insightfulness of, of Balram and Arvind's words about concepts like um, a half-baked man. What is a half-baked man? It's so, uh, it's so There's only it's two so kinds good. of men with big bellies and small bellies. You know, I mean, it was amazing, you know? He describes rich people as a pillow cover, you know, yeah. soft yes. and, yeah. and white. And, and I tender. Mean, I, yeah, and tender. I, I, those are things I've just never forgotten. Exactly. Yeah. The history of a poor man is, I think, what's written on his, in his bones, in his yeah. skin or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just all that stuff. So and, poetic. And, and so it was poetic, like, how yeah. do you, what do I do to make this happen? Um, and it just took a lot of time to find the right, right people to collaborate with. You know, I met Ramin and uh, we discussed vision that we had to make this and, and the sensitivities about India, the world, how to show it. And I think that's what it was, basically, yeah. And no pressure, Adish, but finally no it all comes down to you. <laughs> <laughs> because this, I mean, the book is his voice. And, and what makes that book is how, how specific and savage and funny and dark that voice is. How do you translate that on screen? Well, I mean, I think apart from just what the book is, I, because I've been on this film for such a long time, I think I got casted for this somewhere in late June. And I've been prepping on this since July, pretty much. And Ramin have, and me have worked so closely on this. So there were so many ideas that were bounced off each other. And it's just so liberating to work with a director like Ramin, because there's so much freedom you get as an actor. And just the amount of inclusion you have in this project, like right from the start to where we are today. I think, yeah, it's just like a partnership, right, with the director. Like you bounce off ideas each other, you discuss things, and you finally decide on what to have and what not to have. So I think it's it's pretty much that. Was it easy to find your way in? Well, um, not quite. I mean, it's a bit of both actually, because I grew up in Jamshedpur, which was a small town, but it wasn't yet as small as Laxmangad is, from where right. Balram is. So I had certain ideas about what this world, uh, what universe Balram belonged to, but I still had to do quite a lot of homework to completely understand and fully embody him. So for that, I did a few things. I went to the village, stayed a few days, came to Delhi a few months before the film started, worked with Ramin, read the script a bunch of times, discussed a few ideas. He also and worked in a tea shop for Yeah, I was just going to say, you have to tell another nice. story. Really? Your yeah, first yeah, yeah. 200 rupees as Balram. It was crazy because, so I really wanted to get the experience of, um, I don't think servant is the right word, but just to work under somebody and just face like oppression of some kind, right? And I was in Delhi and I was thinking what to do and uh, the, the area where I was staying in, there were a bunch of shops, there were radies as they're called in Delhi. So there was a And I went up there and I, I obviously worked under a false identity. I 
cooked up a backstory, told them that I'm an immigrant dressed from like Bihar. A, 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 dressed, a dressed in my dress clothes. Dressed dress in my driver's like clothes. And went up there, told him I'm... So you were acting for the acting? For, for the... Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it amazing? I met him there, you know, I went to the mall to buy something and I got out of the car and there was four drivers sitting and one of them was him just sitting no on there. No way. Yeah, yeah, I, I and you know, didn't know this? I didn't know he was there, he didn't know I was... You can't out. tell the difference. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he had come to shop for something and I was chilling, I was lounging. It's yeah. one of those days. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so also what happened was I worked there for a few days and then eventually what happened was one day I had to come to the office for a meeting and now he wouldn't give me a like a leave or a holiday, right? So the only way out was to just run away. So <laughs> like the day I ran away was literally Kela ka milta, he said his signal pe, I said, Theek, abhi aate and I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> and now who knows? He might just see you somewhere. Well I That'd hope be hoarding for I sure. hope not. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna be you. pissed off. <laughs> he's gonna be so angry. Priyanka, you said Ramin has a very specific approach. Can you talk about how he directs? Raj? I think it's a brilliant approach. I think he loves his actors. He trusts them a lot. And he has a very... Uh, he knows exactly what he wants out of a scene. But he gives, as, as Adarsh was saying, he gives us a lot of freedom. He, he wants us to explore. He, wants, he uses this word a lot, search, search for it. He would just guide you through it. He won't never show you the way... He would never show you an, an act. Like, I want it this way. He would ask you to search for, for whatever he's looking for in that scene. I think that's a beautiful process. And he doesn't say action. He, he would be like, whenever you're ready. So I think it's, yeah. <laughs> Which was no hard way. initially. Yeah. It's so liberating, you know. It's like, it's, there's but no pressure of that know? word action. It's like, whenever you're ready, take your time. Don't worry. Because yeah. when you say, that's why when earlier these people were rolling and saying, roll it, I was telling them to be quiet because it's so Makes it technical. And, and false. So I always have the crew very quiet. And when everything's set up, I just say, whoever's going to lead the scene, if he's the first one doing something, I'll say, you know, um, Ashok, whenever you're ready. And he'll start when he feels ready to start. And I don't say cut either. Yeah. What do you say? How either. do you know when to start? Nothing. We just Usually start I just seeing the crew I just move ramble. and you're like, oh, okay. I just start to walk onto the set to say something, and then the ADs realize that I've stopped because I've come onto the shot. Because, well, after, I don't want to say action because it ends the reality and cut, you know, that's like yeah. the... So I want the, act the acting and the reality to mix, and I want them to be feeling it more. And um, I don't like to say what's in my mind, and I don't like to have... T I have a very specific plan, but I also have no plan at the same time because I don't want to have a judgment about what the scene is. I would rather them do what they think and feel is correct for their characters and surprise me with something I never expected, you know. And they always did that because they're in it. They're engaged as actors. They're so talented. They're so involved. They're so invested. They have come so prepared. And then I, when I ask them to search, they, they search. They go looking for what else is in this scene. What else have none of us thought about? How else could it be done? And I got lucky that I had this cast because they were always willing to do that. You know? But it's not disorienting. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> All of it? The school of Ramin. Um, yeah, the school of Ramin. <laughs> no, it was actually, you know, the, a big reason, and if I may um, go back a little bit. So when, this, when the script came to me, first and she came to me from my agent saying, you know, this movie's being made, and I was like, oh my God, I want to, like, you know, this is something I really want to be a part of. Even though I remember Pinky's part is like, not that, like, it's yeah. not about that. 
And so I went in to meet him for the first time when we met in Mumbai. No, I came to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Mumbai it was the first time when we met and I happened to be in town, he happened to be in town and he came home and we started talking and we didn't really talk much about the movie. We talked about filmmaking, everything else. We came up with a bunch of different ideas and I just saw this thinking man who had the ability to give me an immersive experience. You know, just something where your mind is just about this one thing and I hadn't had that for a little bit of time. I was really craving it. Um, so my greed was really to work under his tutelage to see how will I be surprised, how will I be challenged. Um, and he did just that. I mean, the, the fact that the lines that we have, like the dialogues that you have on your sides are just like a direction of where to go. It's like a skeleton. The flesh and the bones you come up with. So you can say whatever you feel within the moment. He'll come in after that, he'll be like, maybe not this, maybe that direction. So it's very actor dependent. So it's almost like it, 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 it makes you better. It makes you want to be better, not just for what you're doing right now, but generally in a creative yeah. space. Yeah. And I really feel like I'm taking that away from this movie. But would the three of you then talk before for scenes together that this is how we're doing it? Or Sometimes. 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 We, yeah. But most of the time we don't really plan it, how it's going to shape yeah. up. He just calls us for the blocking and then just the sees, figures yeah. out. And he just wants us to figure out how you want to play it. And then we just go and, and see, you know, we'll start reacting to the situation. And, and acting is reacting, right? Yeah. So whatever, and normal life, you don't know what's going to happen in the next three minutes. So the beauty of this is none of us know what we're going to do besides just the general yeah. plot direction of the scene. Yeah. And then we go in and do whatever we think is true to our character and the other one reacts to what my truth in yeah. that moment is. So every take can be different, but yeah. it can also at the same time be same. Like, it's very, like, organic and... Like theaterish, almost. Oh, he's a so very fun. kind soul as a person, also. Right? We're you just know, talking about you as if you're not here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. My last question's to you. Um, you know, your films, I mean, from Man Pushcart to 99 Homes to The White Tiger, are about people on the margins. Yeah. Um, and I remember Roger Ebert saying that um, you're a great American director who looks at ordinary lives, which are not actually ordinary. What keeps you going back? to ordinary lives? Um, well, I, it's the way the majority of people live. And I, my feeling about a lot of cinema is it's not about most people. Um, and so I'm, I'm always finding myself drawn to people I don't know, stories I don't know. And that might enlighten me also about how the world really is and how people really are. And I, I find more inspiration in, in those kinds of characters and stories. And I find that kind of story is usually missing from most cinema. Um, a lot of cinema tends to be about a very small number of people. And I think the jour their journey anyway, their journey, because in some way all three characters have some similar feeling. They're all trapped by something. And each one is trying to break free in their own way. Balram's we know, but also Ashok and... Um, Pinky Madam's characters have grown from the novel. They've changed and developed with the cast. And so each is fighting their own battle to freedom in a way. And I was drawn to that. I think it's something we can all understand. Yeah. Cannot wait to see it. Thank you so I much. I can't wait to see it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. If you liked what you just tuned into, then subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. You can now also follow Film Companion on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Enjoy! Thanks! The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru 
tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.